Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What's up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre, here on Straight Fire for Tuesday, August 24th. Kind of a slow Monday in sports. Not a lot cooking. I will say I read a couple good pieces that I will uh, recommend to you shortly, but I've got to obviously hype our first guest. He's amazing. You know him, NFL Network, former NFL front office, is Daniel Jeremiah. Great guy. We talked to him last year before the season to get primed. We do it again today. You're going to love it. Uh, And also, uh, a lot of you seem to like Kevin Clark. He is a funny individual. Uh, Yesterday's interview um, with the guy from The Ringer covers the NFL. Good guy. Listen, it's a heavy NFL week, and we have a surprise former NFL quarterback dropping by the show, I think, tomorrow. Uh, We'll see how that goes. But quickly, a couple good pieces that you might want to read out there. There is something on uh, the death of former Miami Hurricanes, former defensive lineman Brian um, Peta, I think that's how you say it, Pata. Um, it, it, the story came out last November on ESPN, and they finally caught the killer who killed this guy 15 years ago. And a lot of it had to do with this story at ESPN. So I would recommend that Death at the U Who Killed Brian Peta. Uh, very good piece. I also read a piece on GQ. You guys will like this. The Dresden Job. Uh, if you are into organized crime, um, museum robberies, 
a good jewelry heist. You're going to love this story. Again, these are just random things. It's August. You can't pour over that much NFL preseason reports, and we'll get to one shortly. Um, but those are two really, really good pieces that I would highly recommend. The last one, um, it, it's a little less so. Um, uh, this is very strange. I don't even know who this guy is. Oliver Berkman. His website, oh, Oliver Berkman, B-U-R-K-E-M-A-N. He wrote a piece called The Three or Four Hours Rule for Getting Creative Work Done. I've talked a lot here about starting the website back in the day. Um, I have a screenplay in the hopper. It hasn't got done. I haven't done any work on it in a while, but it's in the hopper. You know, like getting creative work done, you got to carve out time. This is a really good piece, OliverBerkman.com. That's his website um, for the creative aspect of you. Um, all right, real quick on the Monday Night Football game, everybody's going crazy. Oh, Jameis Winston was so good against the Jaguars. Oh, gosh, give him the starting job. He was awesome in the first quarter. Okay, that's great. You know, Jameis looked good this week, did not look good last week. And it's just, I went on social media briefly uh, Monday night, and it was just like, the gushiness. Oh, uh, Jameis, 60-1 to one to win the MVP. Got to take a flyer. Like, what? We don't even know if he's starting week one. He might. Sean Payton has invested heavily in Taysom Hill. I'm just going to put that out there. Sean Payton has invested heavily in Taysom Hill. Okay? Jameis, we know what he is. We've seen him as a starter for multiple years. We've seen small doses of Hill. I know Winston was a great quarterback at FSU. He's had some good numbers, but you know all the LASIK jokes, the colorblind jokes, it was a preseason game on an island on Monday night football, and that's why everybody was freaking out. Put zero stock in it. The Saints are still going to stink. All right, without further ado, let's get to my main man, Daniel Jeremiah of NFL Network. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. 
Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire a guy. I think he was one of our most popular NFL guests last year. Big poobah at the NFL Network. Daniel Jeremiah, he could be a GM next year. Just remember where you uh, heard his great, great stuff. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah, how are you, man? I'm doing great, but how are you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the Jets. Uh, as you know, I'm a big Jets fan, but uh, they got some rough news last week. And we'll get to my Jets eventually. But I love football, that it's here, you know? Like, <laughs> preseason's okay, but, I mean, regular season. By the way, what is your setup this year uh, with the Chargers? What are you doing? Yeah, so I'm doing uh, I'm doing Chargers uh, radio again. So this is going to be my fourth year doing their all their games on the radio and then uh, doing still all the stuff with the network with the Move 6 podcasts. And we have a show that's going to be on Mondays on the network. Um, and then uh, I'm doing Amazon Thursday nights, doing our stream that we did there with them last year. So that's uh, that's going to be back. So I, I was I was telling somebody yesterday it was uh, uh, being in the stadium last night and there was I think they listed it at 68,000 is what they said was the attendance for the for the Chargers Niners game. Now, maybe it was in the 50s. Either way, I was like, you're so, I'm such a football junkie. I don't care if it's preseason, but being in a stadium with people and and they're playing football, I'm in. Yeah, geez, 58, that would be a massive upgrade. I mean, the Chargers had what, like 15 last year in Carson? 
Yeah, well, that was two years ago, right? So last year they played in that in SoFi, but there was no fans. Oh, that's right, empty. So, yeah, yeah, no fans. So completely yeah. empty. But yeah, you went from a you know a twenty thousand seat venue uh, to this beautiful you know stadium. So yeah, it was, and it's loud. It's sunken in. If anybody is in the area gets a chance to go, either Chargers, Rams, whoever you know, I know there's, there'll yeah. be a bowl game there as well. But go go check out a game there because it is a really really cool environment. Or the Super Bowl. Uh, that oh, could yeah. Be oh, yeah. Also, well. the Super Bowl <laughs> as well. Forgot about that one. That's going to be incredible. I've got so many people asking for tickets. I was like, guys, I, I don't even know if I can get myself <laughs> tickets. Uh, all right. So let's start with the, the big news Monday. Yeah. Uh, Cam Newton not doesn't have COVID, but he's in COVID protocol because I, we're not going to go down the road, but he t- was taking the wrong test apparently. So he's now going to be out for several days. And in a heated quarterback competition, you know, Daniel Jeremiah, former college football quarterback, um, this ain't good news for Cam. No, I remember. I remember as a kid uh, when you would open up a car door. You remember what it would say "door is a jar." Like, yeah. I, th- like I almost <laughs> feel like this this quarterback competition. Like, uh oh, they just they just opened up the door. I I thought Mac Jones would wrestle this uh, job probably sooner than later. I thought he'd end up starting more than half the games this year for the Patriots. But um, the way he's played in the preseason, and now you give him a little bit more of an opportunity like this one, and. I wouldn't at all be shocked if, if they roll with him week one. I mean, he's – I don't think Mac Jones fits for all 32 teams. I don't think it would have been a great pick for some of these other teams. But for the Patriots, you know, the way they run the football, they want the quarterback to get the ball out of his hands quickly. They want good decision-making. They value, you know, accuracy underneath and in the intermediate range. That's him. That's who he is. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a really good fit, and I'd argue it's a, it's a much better fit than Cam to be – be quite honest so mm. that's coming sooner or later and maybe this is the last little bit he needed to uh push him over the top yeah I, I wonder though and again Belichick is the goat for coaches is there a risk to losing the locker room given how well liked Cam is in there we all know he's like the center of attention and it's just tough to envision him holding a clipboard in New England um, does he maybe ask out and say, "Hey, I'll just wait for some other quarterback to get injured"? Like, I it it just feels like a tough, uh, tough ask for Cam Newton to be a backup quarterback. Or Belichick says, "I'm going to work in packages where you're running whatever." Yeah, I mean that would be. I mean, to me, in a perfect world, that's what you would hope. But Cam, you know, he's earned the right to say this. He could say, "Look, I'm not going to be a package guy. I'm not going to come in here and be your red zone run threat." I've been an MVP in this league. If I'm not going to be the starter, then send me somewhere that will give me a chance to be the starter. Um, and he'd be well within his right. I wouldn't criticize him if he did that. I would understand that. Um, yeah. But what I was talking with a GM the other day about this, and we were laughing because we're talking about you know coaches and how coaches interact with players and you know liked or unliked. And it was like, look, I, I what I said was players at the end of the day, players want coaches who help them win games and make money. And he said, that's correct, but you have it in the wrong order. So I was like, <laughs> okay, there, there, there you go. So in terms of losing the locker room, no, like, Hey, am I going to be able to, is this going to impact me in some way? Is this going to affect you know my future? No. Is this, is this decision going to help us win more games? And you can, you can clearly see that. Yes. Then I wouldn't worry about, you know, how popular a decision is. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I, I guess the more popular one would have to be the Chicago situation with Andy Dalton versus Justin Fields. I mean, Daniel, I don't totally understand why Matt Nagy continues to double down. And, like, Bill Belichick's like, hey, it's an open competition. Yeah. Matt Nagy is like, Andy Dalton's our guy week one. Andy, Dal-, like, every week. And it's almost like Bears fans are getting increasingly agitated by this. 
Yeah, and I like I actually you know, I work with Matt Nagy with the Eagles for a couple of years, and I like Matt a lot. Um, I, I just think in this situation, he's relying on his previous experience with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, but mm. there's just no there's just no similarity outside of the fact of you know you're being patient with a young quarterback. There's no similarity in terms of Fields and Mahomes when they came out. Uh, Mahomes had to be kind of reworked with his footwork. He was so raw in, in that offense at Texas Tech. So there was legitimate things that he needed to work on. Um, the offense was so far different than anything that he was going to be running in Kansas City. So there, there was, even though all the talent was there, and you could clearly see he's more talented than Alex Smith, he, he had more to work on than, than Justin did, coming from a, a different school, different program, different offense, different uh, place mechanically. And then – you have Alex Smith, who is more accomplished, um, you know, at that point in time with that team, having been a playoff team, than what, you know, Andy Dalton's coming in there fresh and new. So it, it's it's different every way. Andy Reid had lifetime security. He could afford to be patient and wait. Matt Nagy doesn't have that. So I feel like it's being equated to that, you know, one situation he was in. And I just feel like it's really apples and oranges. Yeah, you know, that brings up a good point. You have a lot of relationships around the league. When you've got to go on a telecast or on TV or on a podcast or whatever and, and talk about guys that you're friends with and you've worked with, how challenging is that for you? I mean, I listen, we'll get to Joe Douglas yeah. and, and the Jets, but, you know, I mean, do you, I mean, you can be honest. Do you hear from some of these guys like, man, you came in really hard on me? Or is the professional move to just, you know, pretend like they didn't hear it? No, there's some. Uh, more than others that have rabbit ears and uh, will let you know <laughs> and try and, and try and argue and refute it. And I, and I don't say this in reply. I'm always, I'm always, uh, you know, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm always rooting for you. And that's legitimately true. You know, you can root for your friends to be successful while also being honest. Uh, I think Done. I think you can do both. And we, have to, we have to feed our family, right? So you've got to be honest. Yeah. And if you stop being honest and you lose your credibility, you got nothing. So do 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 these people uh, call or text? Because you know, listen, I've got I, a much smaller scale. I know some NBA assistant coaches, and I was really going after one coach's postseason, yeah. and uh, you know, an assistant on the staff who I worked with plenty. Jay, you're wrong. You're being way too hard on him. Yeah. And I was, and I was just like, whoa, okay, well, listen, this guy's in the huddle in the locker room. Yeah. You know, I know you've been in plenty of locker rooms, but do you ever? Okay, it's po it's possible that I'm wrong. No, absolutely. I will, I'm always, <laughs> I'm always gonna, you know, and and, uh, and be curious and say, okay, well, tell me why. You know, don't just tell me you're a jerk or you're, you know, what. And I and I and look. You probably will go harder on people than I would. Um, <laughs> just, you know, that's just, and, and that's just different. The nature different, of yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> just different people, right? So uh, right. my whole thing is I'm, you know, I'm never, ever going to try and make anything personal. And you don't do that either. But no, to not make no. anything personal, but to, to have, you have to have an opinion. You got to have a, an opinion. So when people tell you that's wrong, you know, consider this. I'll, I'm curious enough to say, okay, I'll do more on that. I'll look into that more. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, and I might come back and have the exact same opinion as I had previously, but yeah, <laughs> you, you get, none of us know everything. Right. So if you get opinions change as you get more data and more information. So yeah, mm -hmm. people want to pass along. You're wrong, but I, that's great. Just tell me why and what I need to watch and, yeah. and what you see that I don't see. And and, 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 and by the way, yeah, even the coach making the decision is not a hundred percent. Right. Okay. No. Like things change. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing is, you know, it's not just. You know, you, you, you've been around when you've been around this for about 20 years, like I have now, you have your relationships with buddies that are general managers and head coaches in the league. 
I've got, you know, really good relationships with a lot of agents. And I, I even get to know a lot of the players, you know, as, as we get to go through the draft process with them. So, yeah, you, you, you hear from, from all of them uh, from time to time, but that's just the nature of the, the nature of the beast. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. So, Daniel, let's talk about the Jets, my Jets. I know the Carl Lawson injury is devastating. But, you know, you seem bullish on the Mormon Mahomes, uh, Zach Wilson. (laughs) And I I know you're in with Joe Douglas. Um, I'm not going to go overboard and say, hey, they're going to maybe be a playoff team or get to 500. But everything from the coach to the GM to the quarterback, it feels like finally they're in place. Am I getting a little too excited? No, I think you're right. I think in, and you have the proper context for it in that, you know, this, they're not winning the Super Bowl this year. So what are you looking for? You're looking for a couple things. You want to see the development of some young players on your team. You want to see uh, and feel uh, content in the fact that you've got your quarterback going forward, which I think that will happen here with Zach Wilson. And you're going to see confidence in a, in a very young, energetic um, coaching staff that's going to be have a creative offense. Um, it's going to be very quarterback friendly, and you've got Robert Sala, who's going to provide the energy and discipline, and and really he's going to play a lot of young players on defense. And I think you'll see them get better as the year goes along. But the, the exciting thing for the for Jets fans is you're going to see the progress this year. It'll be noticeable. You're going to feel like you've got your quarterback of the future, and then you're going to look forward to next year where you've got two more first round picks, and you've got a chance to yeah. really add some some blue chip players. They need a, they need a, another edge rusher. Even if Carl Lawson was there, you need to add another guy. And you, and you could look at potentially even adding a corner. Um, I think it'll be a defensive-heavy uh, draft for them next year. They built up a pretty good offensive line. Yeah. They just need to sprinkle in a guard, and then they'll be in pretty good shape. I, I want to revisit the Jamal Adams trade real quick. He just signed a deal to make him the highest-paid safety, I think, in, in NFL history. Um, a yeah. lot of Jets fans, for whatever reason, didn't like that deal. I thought it was a highway robbery by the Jets. I mean, you can get extra first-round picks and not have to overpay a safety. And I know Jamal Adams is great. But I'll just point out Pro Football Focus graded him out as the 53rd best safety in the league. All-encompassing. I know he's great in the box, but less so yeah. in coverage last year. Um, I, I don't know. It's tough to grade a trade, but so far, your thoughts? Well, I think Jamal Adams is a really unique player, so he's weird in, in context to compare him to safeties. He's a linebacker that's wearing, you know, that has safety next to his name and kind of wears a safety number, but that's the role that he really plays now. He's a pass-rushing uh, linebacker so he's an impactful player but it's a, it's it, he's not a foundation guy from the standpoint that you build your foundation at quarterback and in the trenches and once you have that taken care of then you can add you know the different playmakers at those other non you know key positions so when you have an asset like that your team's not ready to win right now you have no foundation you need more guys in the trenches you need the quarterback so to me, for them to trade that, it was the timing issue. You know, if they were, if two years from now they had a Jamal Adams on their roster, maybe they would pay him because they would already have the offensive mm. defensive line built out. They'd already have the quarterback. He's a luxury. Yeah, that's great. They can't afford a luxury at this point in time in the process. They got to build the foundation. So it was a no brainer trade for me. I, I like your foundation aspect and like building a team. I look around, Daniel. I'm, I'm not kidding. I really do think. I was in Vegas over the weekend. I think the Cleveland yeah. Browns have a legit shot to. Oh, like, yeah. They've got to be one of the five best rosters in the league. And you look at the offensive line's incredible. They're great on the edge. I know they have a lot of new defenders, but the talent in the secondary is incredible. They, uh, 
talk me out of the Browns. You know, this this Browns team kind of reminds me of the early 2000 Charger teams. Mm. And I was working with the Ravens during that time. And we would always in the offseason go through every roster and you kind of you kind of grade each each position group. Right. And then we put it all together. And there was a span for about three or four years where the Chargers had the Mm. best roster in the NFL. Now, they weren't able to cash it in. They had some, you know some failures in the postseason during that time. But if you remember, I mean, you had Hall of Fame tight end, Hall of Fame running back. You had a really top-shelf quarterback. You had, you know, Dealman was an all-pro guard. Marcus McNeil was a pro bowler. You flip it over to the other side, you had kind of a, you know, a young Merriman who was impactful. Uh, they had they had just players everywhere on that team. Jamal Williams was a stud defensive tackle. But, the, you know, I, I look at this Browns team and I go, man, in the trenches, really good. And when you look at them at the quarterback position, they're competent. You know, he's not great. He's not he's not at the level of what you would have had on those charger teams with, you know, the end of Drew Brees' time there at the beginning of Phillip Rivers. Mm. But he's competent and he's got an unbelievable stable of backs to take a lot of pressure off of him. Mm. So I, I, I like the Browns. I always tell people when you're trying to predict who's going to win championships, I look at two things, quarterback and pass rush. And the pass rush is going to be outstanding. Yeah. And I think the quarterback's good. He's not great, but he's good. Um, I think they went fourteen and two those Chargers one year, right? And then yeah, there was one year where we were we were thirteen and three in Baltimore. They were fourteen and two, and we were the one and two seeds had on a collision course. And we play the Colts in the postseason. We hold Peyton Manning without a touchdown. They kicked like six or seven field goals and beat us. And then that was the year I believe that the Marlon McCree interception against the Patriots and then Troy Brown forces the fumble. Oh. The Patriots end up winning that game. So then the Colts beat the Patriots. The Colts win the Super Bowl. And, I, you know, here all our Ravens guys and the Chargers, we'd be talking to each other like, we are so much better than those two teams. How are we both at home right now? <laughs> wow. What a me- memory from 15 years ago. Uh, that's impressive. Yeah, it cost me a Super Bowl. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, yeah, remember yeah. it quite well. Uh, let's quickly talk about uh, one of those teams you just mentioned. I, I, I don't know about the Colts. I know everybody loves a coach yeah. and the GM. I, I agree. I was all over them last year. I don't, I don't know, man. I'm not feeling as good. The left tackle, people aren't talking about the impact of Costanzo. I heard a number that there's something like six and 17 without him in like the last three or four years. Like he is enormous and Fisher coming off the Achilles. Like, I don't know. Where are you on the Colts? No, that worries me. It was good to see the reports um, that Q is back. That Quentin Nelson has been back in practice. Ryan Kelly, I think has been out. He's back as well. So the rest of that offensive line's in in really good shape, those other four spots. But yeah, that is a, that's a major concern. And I think there's going to be an adjustment period for Carson. Now you say, oh, it's the same coaching staff and he's familiar with the system. It's different when you have personnel that's different. They're going to have to get used to the way he plays. So um, I think you could see – I think there, there's such a good staff there that I think you'll see that team get better um, as the year goes along. But if we looked up and people are freaked out and panicking that they start off, you know, two One and five. four or something yeah. like that. That schedule yeah, is that tough would, early. That, that would not shock me. Uh, and you say get used to Carson. I don't – Listen, I know people want to defend the guy, but I believe he led the league in either fumbles or interceptions or just turnovers last year, and his completion percentage has been just plummeting the last few years. How much do we put on him, the messy situation in Philly? I know you have connections there, obviously. Yeah. Um, the head coach was in trouble. Uh, or is it something with Carson Wentz that's kind of broken, just holding the ball too long? Well, I think a couple things. I think Carson, everybody likes to point to the um, – you know, the, the would have been MVP year mm. and then he gets hurt. Right. 
But that was not the only good year that Carson Wentz had. When you when you pull it up, I just pulled it up here. So 17, that was that year, right? He goes 33 touchdowns, seven picks. The next year, 21 and seven. The next year, 27 and seven. Like those are good, solid seasons. Like he's played some good football in this league. And then it just fell. I mean, it just collapsed. It went off a cliff at the end. So I can point to the, you know, all the different injuries they had along the offensive, offensive line, line yeah. not having big time playmakers. Um, I think, I do think though, the biggest component of that was the combination of him losing some confidence. I think the Jalen hurts thing um, got into his head a little bit when it really shouldn't have. Hmm. Um, I think some of that's probably remnants from the team, you know, winning a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. I think just there was some confidence stuff that was lost in there. And then mechanically, Jason, he just went to crap. Mm. He was, like you said, holding the ball forever. His feet are all messed up. His accuracy was way off. Um, but I, I just, I look at this guy, he's 28 years old yeah. and he's played three, you know, what, three really, really good seasons in the National Football League. So, you know, we'll see. This is the, this is the spot. I mean, if you can handpick, if you're Carson Wentz, and pick the yeah. place you want to go. This is it. So we'll see. As a former quarterback, hearing you talk about Wentz and like the mental aspect, I don't know. It, it, we, you also play basketball. I love to talk, pick up hoops yeah. with you. Listen, uh, we've all had a game where we're uh, one of eight, and it's just nothing. Nothing's <laughs> falling. It's not working. But it's a pickup yeah. basketball game. Um, yeah. in, an, in an NFL, you know, quarterback situation where you're making millions of dollars and you're letting the team down. I don't know. Take us inside. Like, how do you snap out of that? Well, I think. I think what's going to help him here is that he was wanted and chosen here um, with Indianapolis. And I think that's going to be big for him. Like they, they had to make a decision of where they were going to go with that position when Phillip Rivers left. And he was kind of handpicked as their guy. So I think that's going to give him some confidence. I think he, when he had success in those years that I mentioned, that Philly offensive line might have been the best in football. The year they won the Super Bowl, I mean, that was the best offensive line in all of football. Um, and I think if they can get the left tackle thing squared away, just be competent there. The other four guys are really good. So I think that the combination of guys feeling like the whole organization is kind of is backing you and believes in you. And the fact that the offensive line should be a little bit better in front of him. I'm hoping that that's going to clear his head and, and get back to, to back to what he was. But um, you never know. I mean, when you have, when you have something like your confidence gets shaken a little yeah. bit, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a psychologist. I can't predict how you, how you turn that around. Yeah. Uh, all right. We'll wrap up with your Ravens. By the way, I love how you're so optimistic about it. you find like the positive, the silver lining and like every team. It's, <laughs> That's it's really, this time of year. Yeah. It's this time of year. I'm, I'm in, and you're talking to a guy who, you know, two months ago thought my Padres were going to win world series right. so you know look things you know, i try and be optimistic yeah. sometimes it gets me yeah my my wife was a class optimist so it's some of it's rubbed off on me but obviously not all of it <laughs> but all, all, about your ravens right so yeah. um you know listen i don't want to overreact to preseason injuries but it feels like this team is extremely beat up and i just wonder if the last three years this run with lamar jackson uh the playoff runs like it is there any concern about this team regressing just a little bit? They also have been just hemorrhaging players in free agency on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, but it's if you look at it, and it's really been the the it's a brilliant way to build your team, right? So they they have always going back to when I was there, going back fifteen plus years. If you look at the comp picks, the Ravens have more comp picks than anybody over the last however many years because they let guys walk and they get these third and fourth round comp picks and they replace them with cheaper faster, mm -hmm. younger guys. So they, they cherry pick who they want to pay. 
but they go into each draft usually with, you know, 10, 11 picks and everybody else is playing with seven. Yeah. You get a little more room for error. You can miss on some guys. So they've had a, a very high batting average and they hit on those middle round picks. Now they have a, a revamped offensive line, um, which I didn't think their offensive line was great last year, especially after you had the injury yeah. um, to Ronnie Stanley. So if they get him back in and get him healthy, I think the offensive line's got a chance to go back to being a bully. And then, uh, you know, defensively, I think there's a it's arguably the best secondary in the NFL. They've yep. got four or five corners, so they can lock you down. They don't have a premier pass rusher outside of Calais Campbell, but you don't need one because when you've got corners like that, you can blitz from all over the place. They blitz more than anybody in the NFL last year. That's going to continue. The the one thing that I will that I will not buy into is I've having worked there and followed this team closely for a long time on a yearly basis. It is. We've added this receiver in free agency. (laughs) We've drafted this receiver in the first round. We are going to throw the football more. We're going to be more dynamic. And then when it's all said and done, we're going to run the ball and play defense. That's who we are. (laughs) It's what we do. Yeah. It's like, uh, I, I, I remember Hollywood Brown was chirping a couple years ago or maybe it was last year. And then they go out this year and they get uh, what they got. Watkins, Bateman, Bateman's already hurt. Um, yeah, he's been nicked. And, and they kind of missed that tight end, uh, Hurst. When he left, um, I don't want to say a massive drop-off, but it feels like something was missing from the pass game last year, or, or can you not tell because the run game's so impressive? Yeah, I mean, it's, again, in case of emergency break glass, there wasn't a lot of emergencies, you know. you just If you're going <laughs> to run it down their throat, why? You know, you don't even need to, yeah. to go there. So uh, I, I argue with some people because they say, well, unless they get the passing game figured out, they're never going to advance in the postseason. And I'm like, well, I called the Charger Ravens game for the Chargers. And I thought the reason they blew that game is because they tried to be somebody that they weren't. As you're calling the game from a Chargers standpoint, you go, oh my gosh, they want to drop back and throw it against, you know, Derwin James and Bosa, and they're not going to run the football. That was a game, if you remember, the Chargers had no linebackers. They played That's with all right. DBs. That was the first and, playoff game for Lamar, right? Yes. Yeah. And and uh, and they came out with throwing the football. I'm like, what are you? That's not who you are. It's not what you do. If you lose, if you go down and lose the way you play football, it is what it is. You you can live yeah. with that. That was a bizarre. That was a bizarre. But game. the whole falling behind thing, there is something to that, is there not? Because other oh, than the no Tennessee question. game, like no we question. saw them fall behind um, against Buffalo, right? It was a tight game throughout, yeah. and as soon as like the pick six happened, uh, or, I think it's interception, maybe not a pick six, and like the goal line, yeah. that was. It felt like, oh man, that's their only chance. Yeah, and and that's that's the. You know, that's the way they have to play. You talk about run game and defense. Well, the other third part of that thing is you can't turn the ball over. You know, if you if and they have they always have a great they have the best kicker in the NFL. They always have a great punter. So if if we're going to say we're going to make you drive 80 plus yards against our defense, we feel good about the odds of us getting the football back Um, when you're going to give up short fields or give up turnovers for points and they have to chase that. That's not that's not going to get it. Yeah, and the fluky missed field goals in the wind. Yeah, it was a weird game. Yeah. That buff. I was. I had bet on Baltimore. I don't. I don't forget the losses. All right, he is <laughs> Daniel Jeremiah, NFL Network. He's going to be probably working his butt off seven day weeks for what the next five months. Yeah, but it's so fun, man. How great is football? It is. Yeah, but you're going to be. I saw you. You're on Instagram. Your son's playing football now. Yeah, he's uh, he's in his going into his senior year. So oh my uh, gosh, enjoy enjoy his last got a year senior of high in high school. This year. Dude, I've got a sophomore in college, buddy. What? Yes. I was unaware oh, of that. Oh my gosh. No, I'm forty I'm forty three going on sixty three. 
Jeez, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to say I'm, I'm your age, and I do not have a kid in middle school yet. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. Well, uh, right. at least I'll you'll have the house empty soon. I'll, yeah, I'll babysit. No, no, we need you for pickup hoops, man. Get healthy. <laughs> All right, Daniel <laughs> Jeremiah, NFL Network. Thanks a lot, man. Uh, enjoy the season. No, thanks for your friendship, bud. I'm Diosa and I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.